This is Alex Del Sordo with the Rower's Choice Podcast. And I have with me Sue Hinckley. Sue is Sue's the production manager here, but she's really the glue that keeps things going at Resolute. And if you have ever owned or bought a Resolute or have been a coach of a team with a Resolute, you know who Sue Hinckley is. You've probably been on a dozen emails with her. You've probably been on the calls with her. Uh, you may have even seen her at the head of the Charles tent, uh, keeping things moving uh, for all the, the Resolute owners and all the people that uh, rent boats from uh, Resolute during the Charles weekend. But now we're going to ask a couple questions. You get to know the, the, the woman behind the operations here at uh, Resolute. So, Sue, um, I have to ask because I think you are the oldest... Uh, employed person here i'm you... probably the oldest <laughs> <laughs> so uh, how many years yeah. have you been with resolute so i have to um keep counting because uh it's kind of amazing it's 18 years in june it's a long time it's it's a long time and sometimes it doesn't seem long the joke is that i was brunette when i got here but <laughs> I, I did have some gray hair um but no it was it was probably either the 15th or the 16th and um it was a crazy time because I had exactly a month to prepare for the first Resolute Boatman's Conference. And I was told that I needed to know everything about everything um, because we had the top boatman in the country coming to visit. So um, I, I actually have the photo up on my shelf. Um, John Pratt, who's still at MIT, Roger Payne of Virginia. I, I know he's moved a couple different places. I think he's fishing now. Um, Tom Taft at Yale, who's just retired. Um, I forgot Jeff Cohn was there, and, and I've certainly dealt with Jeff Cohn at BU for years and years, but um, he was there. Van um, from Tabor Academy, he actually came back a few times and, and repaired boats here. Wow. Um, Don Shepard, adored him at Penn. Joe Shea at Harvard, he's helped me out a lot over the years. Of course, Mark Schofer, um, loved him dearly. Uh, I know I bugged him, he bugged me, it was kind of like a brother. So, um, uh, You know, it's, it's funny, um, you, you and I talk daily at this point. Um, it, it's funny how, how long you've been in the industry and how many people know you and what you've, what you've accumulated in your career. Uh, and again, people just don't know that about you. They don't know that you've been doing this for 25 plus years. You had a stint at Pocock, right? I did. Pocock, I'll, I don't, I think we're on a time limit here, but, um, <laughs> so I was at, I went to boat building school, second career out in Seattle and, um, uh, Pocock company called looking for a detail person and, um, the head instructor laughed because I've known for being a little too detailed. And, um, yeah, I went on the, the tour and, uh, I, w I was trying to sell myself. I said, well, you know, I used to row at BU. And I was told, well, well, we found that rowers make pretty lousy boat builders. So I said, well, I wasn't very good at rowing. Is that <laughs> So, um, yeah, I learned a lot there. I did their small parts, um, their carbon parts, and um, great people. Um, I came back to Rhode Island because I grew up here and um, didn't intend to stick with crew shells. I um, mm. actually got a job with Eric Gertz building sailboats, big boats, and um, opportunity came up here and I couldn't turn it down. 
thought it would be a great opportunity well, for me. You know, side 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 talk is uh, Eric Gertz is one of the original builders of the Resolute, so mm-hmm. it's it's funny how that all gets connected. But I I I, I wanted to know specifically in the 18 years and even in the last six months, um, what changes have you seen within Resolute Walls? Okay, so um, prior to the last six months, um, lots of changes, um, components. The, the biggest thing was the Skeg Rider system. We changed that out, and we still call it the new Skeg Rider system, but that was 2012, so that's eight years now. But that was huge because it made... Um, dealing with the rudder so much easier for everybody. Um, so we still use those parts. That was a great improvement. Um, foot stretchers, I actually have a museum of foot stretchers here. We have, I've seen eight different wow. models um, working with Dreyer. Again, great people. Um, every time we're trying to make them a little more user-friendly, a little more um, adjustability, but also durable. So a um, lot of detail in that. Um, steering tracks made some improvements on those um, getting rid of the black angled washers I know people love those but pain in the butt yeah. um, we improved the hardware getting all the hardware up to 316 L that was a big deal all those little things that start corroding so that was big um, paint was huge so the first four years I was here we were putting the naked boats on the trailer, taking them down to Bristol Marina. Oh my gosh. And they were painting them out with the all grip, which wow. is nasty, nasty stuff. Um, so we got a, our own, it was state of the art. Now, it, then, it's still pretty state of the art. Um, very, very fancy little paint booth. And we switched to automotive paints. Sherwin Williams so, products. Sherwin Williams. Um, you think of all the money has gone into technology for the automotive paint. Oh, so, sure. So we've really benefited from that. I can't um, believe, I had no idea that you were shipping them oh, yeah, we'll somewhere them else. Down, to dum, dum, dum. Oh, let's take them on down. And um, the colors, that just opened up a world of colors. So hmm. f- for better or worse, we painted so many different colors here. And um, it's cool. It's really cool when you walk out in the rigging room and you got purple boat, you got a green boat. Um, you, the Chaminade yellow. Yeah, always... and you never believe how many shades of red there are. <laughs> so that's cool. Um, riggers, riggers was a huge deal. Um, so we fought off moving to wings for years. That's years. right. We didn't, we didn't need them. You know, our boats are stiff enough. We, no, don't need that. Um, well, it turns out. Well, first off, the customer wanted it, but. Um, turned out the Euro riggers were really holding us back. Um, once we started, we switched to the wing and we stuck with that 30 mil core on the side, which really wasn't needed anymore. But um, with and this tooting our horn here, um, with the new ownership, new ideas, we actually have opened up opportunities for improving the boat that we've been building. So improving tech with technology um, and the materials. So we're still using high-tech pre-preg, you know, carbon, the, the very expensive honeycomb core, all of that's still happening, but um, because of technology, they now make a biax. So a biax, I'll just tell you one example of the improvements here that I think are really amazing. Um, 
and again, we were limited. We didn't know that we could go farther. So when you're laying up the boat, you've got an inner skin and outer skin. So on each skin, that's multiple layers of carbon, um, you have a layer where the material fibers are at a 45 degree, and then right on top of that, it goes the opposite 45. It's called a plus minus 45. So for 20 years, we've been laying it down one direction, roll out all the bagging, bag it, vacuum it, um, then open all that bagging up again, then do it again for the opposite 45. Hmm. And now we can use this stuff, this thing called biax. Bing, bada boom, it's in. And we couldn't do that with the 30 mil core because the 30 mil core was so extreme. You know, it's funny, that, that's like a topic that we're discussing a lot in the podcast is is when we rolled up, right? And we brought all the brands under one roof. Mm-hmm. Um, there were so many nuances to both Finish Line and Resolute that we didn't know. Yeah, we had no idea. We had no idea, but now we do, right? And and I call them the Aussies, but like the Australians have brought on quite a bit of, of education to us. Uh, and, and we're seeing it now. Yeah, it's from looking outside. I mean, we, we Resolute thought we were doing the best and, and we were doing the best, but we were limited by what we've been doing. Someone told you know? me recently that um, we were a 1990s company in, in 2019, right? So we had 1990s technology, yeah. and now we've changed it up a little bit. But it, I mean, over the years, it's, uh, we really dedicate ourselves to improving the components, and um, that was a great thing. But where do you go from there? Right. So now uh, we can make our boats um, safe, you know, regardless of U.S. rowing fees or whatever, um, if I had a kid in a group, in a club rowing, and I knew there was a safer boat out there, damn well I'd push you for that buy that boat. safer boat. So, um, you know, I, I just have to ask this. What's your favorite and least favorite part <laughs> of working here uh, at Resolute? <laughs> All right. Uh, favorite. There are lots of things I love doing here. I, I do. I get excited when I come in the morning, and most of the technicians have beat me, but it, it just... <laughs> They're here, their cars are here. I'm like, all right, we're ready to go. What are you going to do today? And I'm checking in. And in most cases, everything's up to snuff. Um, every once in a while, there, there are problems or something's coming up. So I actually love working with the technicians um, on solving the problem. So whether it's a specific problem, um, all right, you know, we got to make an adjustment here or there. Um, I really love when I'm out there kind of putting my engineering hat on and, and I had to do my micro measuring and say, well, look, if we adjust this three millimeters here and three millimeters there, and hey, we'll get you a jig. So making the technician's job easier makes me feel I like, like that, I'm yeah. doing a good job. Um, and Your least I, favorite. Well, I, I do love, not every day, but we do get a call from a customer or a photo or an email, and it really is exciting when we hear the customers love their boats. It's, oh, yeah. We don't lose that touch at all. And, um, so that's, I love that stuff, and I love the regattas. So least favorite, um, people who know me may laugh. I hate throwing things out. I hate throwing out old parts. I, I kind of stockpiled old parts because somebody needs that old footstool. What if somebody calls and they need that old wing daughter? Oh, so... Um, so I've had to let that go. We just don't have room. But the partnership with Finish Line has allowed me to do that because we've <laughs> packed up all these cool parts. 
used parts. Yeah. And um, Finish Line has them, and I know they're down there. So if someone calls looking for a weird part. We or, have it. Or Finish Line, you guys are trying to, um, you know, fix up an older boat. Bing, bada, boom. It didn't go into the garbage can. I, so um, I love that. So I have, you know, you've done a really good job of what you would tell future Resolute owners because look at these changes. So I want to close with, um, you started rowing. I don't, I don't want to age you here, but you started rowing a while ago. Yeah. Be you. Uh, you've now been with multiple manufacturers. Uh, so fast forward. So what has happened in the last 30 years of rowing? Like what changes have you personally seen right. in the sport? So, so yeah. So I, I was at BU in, in 81. Um, only lasted a couple years. It was a tough team <laughs> and I wasn't so tough. Um, the oars are different, uh, the clogs. So we used to row with wooden foot stretchers with leather clogs. So I still laugh when the orders come in and it's like, well, no, we don't want a size nine. Do you have a nine and a half? Do you have 10? So I just find that humorous. And yeah, I know that ages me. Um, I was lucky then to touch a fiberglass boat. Wow. <laughs> I was in the wooden boats. Um, and so the materials are cool. The fact that the boat can weigh you know, 208 pounds fully rigged. This, so, and that's why I got so excited in boat building. I early on fell in love with composites because you can do anything with composites. So, um, love wood, but wood's for furniture. So, um, <laughs> so, and the electronics mostly, I think are really, really cool that you can, you know, time out, you can figure out how much pressure is coming from your feet and you can oh, sure, yeah. figure out the Orlock stuff and all the, the GPS stuff. Um, so, but it's still rowing. It's still a bunch it's of the same people sport. getting together, pushing each other. Um, you know, there's no star. But, uh, yeah, no, I love, I'm getting goosebumps now. So, <laughs> yeah, it changes, but it's, it's just the people haven't changed. The people have gotten better and taller. They so. have gotten a lot taller. Uh, so we'll, we'll close with this. Um, you know, for, for those of you who, who have never been to Resolute um, or know anything about it, you just got a glimpse into Sue, our production manager. Uh, 1981 to 2020, she has been in the sport of rowing. And I can tell you for certain that you... Uh, that we have the right person in, in the spot managing the flow of these boats. And she is and will always be the last person to touch that boat before it leaves the factory. And we can, she can pretty much guarantee uh, that it's going to be the right boat for you. So thank you for listening. Uh, next, uh, a little bit of the nuances and the changes of what's going on with our company. Uh, talking a little bit more about the culture change, the... Uh, the really the uh, blending multiple brands. We're going to talk a little bit more about that. So thanks for listening.